I'm Richard Randall, and welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Barb, a lot of people go off of those automated values that they see online, like Zillow, others, to determine what their home is worth. So here's the question. How does a home seller decide what price to set when they're actually selling their home? Well, Richard, I don't know how Zillow gains so much respect. To be honest with you, they're only correct about 34% of the time. <laughs> but um, it, it's one of those things where what else do we have to, to check it, right? So they go to Zillow. Zillow's just looking at similar sales around the home, but they don't know the improvements of the home, the size of the home. Sometimes they have that wrong. Uh, there's so many different factors involved with the home value. And at the end of the day, it's the buyers that actually make the decision about what price it's going to sell for. It's what the buyer is willing to pay, looking at the whole situation, you know, market wide. So pricing a home appropriately is absolutely critical when you sell a home, no matter what the market's doing. If you price too high, it's, you'll, the clues are, it's going to sit on the market um, it, you're going to see, um, if any showings, very few showings, or you'll get showings, but no offers. Those are all clues. It's priced too high. If you're priced right on target, you're getting offers. So that's a clue that, okay, stay there. If you're getting offers, it's probably okay to stay there unless a long time goes and you don't get another offer and then you move on. And actually, the National Association of Realtors did a, a study. They do this every year and they look at home pricing. And basically, if a home seller is priced too high and then they slowly walk the price down, they're actually going to net less money than being priced correctly within the first 10 days on the market. Because those first 10 days are when all eyes are on deck, right? Buyers are looking for new opportunities. Um, they're comparing it against other things that they can look at. So you want to make sure that you're priced correctly out of the gate. Don't let your neighbor tell you what your home is worth. Doesn't matter what your neighbor says. Doesn't matter because that home could be a different size. It could have different improvements. Um, just like Zillow, you don't really know what's, what's real and what's not. But the market's going to tell you right away if you get a contract. And then if you use those automatic valuations, well, it kind of gives you a clue of what's going around in your neighborhood. But I, I sold a home recently for $77,000 more than what Zillow said it was worth. And wow. that was not during a red hot market. Okay? Wow. That was just because Zillow didn't know that this home had been updated, had amazing views. So you, you really can't trust them. They just average the homes around you. The best case scenario is to price what I call realistically, even slightly below realistic, not optimistic because the buyers are going to be afraid of it. Oh, they want that much. I'm not even going to go look at that home. It's out of my budget. But if you're priced realistically, you get the buyers coming in strong and, and, and willing to compete with each other. Now, most buyers assume that you will accept your asking price. Um, that's not true, though. You don't have to accept your asking price. Did you know that, Richard? 
No, I had no idea. It just seemed, I mean, I guess common sense or whatever would seem that you say, here's the asking price. I say, I'll meet it. And boom, we got a contract. Not only do we have one by agreement, but you have to take what I offered. That's what you're asking for. Yeah, no, sellers can make a choice. Uh, sometimes I've seen sellers take an offer lower. Not If they had like three or four offers on the table, they didn't necessarily take the highest offer. They took the offer that they liked the most for various reasons. Um, maybe they offered an appraisal guarantee. Maybe they had a better down payment. Maybe they liked the closing date. Maybe they liked that they could stay in the home for a couple of weeks after closing. So there's all these factors involved with real estate. And at the end of the day, it's the seller's decision about what contracts they are going to take. They don't have to take any at all. Um, but if you price too high, buyers fear that they'll have to offer more than what you're asking. So don't do that, especially in the shifting market, because not everybody's gotten the memo yet about the fact that the market is starting to shift. This could just be a seasonal thing. We're still ranked uh, the number two place to live among 150 cities in North America. So it's, you know, it may not be the right way to go. It's, it's such a natural thing for home sellers I'll go, okay, the market says this. And they go, I want more. I want 100,000 more. And I'm like, oh, I'll try to get the most. But the reality is, it's what the buyer's willing to pay. And, it, and if you're pricing it, what I call realistically, just underneath that max or that realistic number, the buyers are going to look at the other homes that they can get in that price point and make their best offer. And that's what you want. That's the best case scenario pricing realistically versus optimistically always gets top dollar no matter what the market's doing. So part of what we do as a service to our client is we sit down and we really carefully evaluate what the market's done in the past, what it's doing now. We compare apples to apples. What do I mean by that? So if first of all, you put your buyer's hat on, right? doesn't matter what floor plan it is. A buyer is looking at what can I get in my price range? They may or may not care about whether or not it's a ranch or a two-story. It may not matter to them. What's the best home I can get in my budget is what's on their mind, okay? So we look at what's available, the current competition. We also look at recent similar sales. So why do we care about historic sales, Richard? Do you know? I, I guess it would be some sort of an indication of what the current value would be. Yes, no. That's correct. That's what appraisers use for an opinion of value. They can only use sold homes. Uh, sometimes they'll, they'll just for consideration, look at pending homes or even active homes. I've had them ask me about. I get emails probably every other day from appraisers want me to verify a sale that I had and give them some more information about the house. Um, but and I love cooperating with them because I need them to support my sellers when it's time for them to get an appraisal. But typically, uh, an appraiser is a licensed person. The purpose of an appraisal is for the appraiser to give an opinion of value that supports the loan that the borrower is getting. So it's for the loan. And the appraiser also has to confirm that the home meets the loan guidelines. So um, in most cases, that would be typically condition issues, right? Like, or sometimes it might be the type of building, like some condos have issues 
with loan guidelines because of either the number of rentals in that community or the number of, um, uh, I don't know, the, the, whether or not the building's been certified by for traditional lending. So there's a lot of factors that go into a loan, but I can tell you that what appraisers look at is similar sales. What's similar sale? A similar sale is apples to apples. So you compare a ranch style home with a basement to a ranch style home with a basement. You would not compare a ranch style home with a basement to a ranch style home with no basement. That's apples and oranges, right? So they look at those. Um, they like to see homes that have sold preferably in the last six months, but they can go back in a year. They like to see them within a mile or within the neighborhood, but if they can't find it in the neighborhood, they can go outside to other neighborhoods. So that's how an appraiser gives an opinion of value, but it only matters if the buyer is getting a loan. Um, real estate agents look at it quite a bit too. Real estate agents like to put their little opinion of value in there. Um, but it, it doesn't matter what a real estate agent thinks because they're not buying the house. <laughs> but what we see a lot is these real estate agents will come in and go, oh, it's not worth that much. We don't think this home is worth that much. It's $50,000 overpriced. You know, and I'm like, well, who are you? You know, the arbiter of values. Are you buying it? No. Right. So um, it, it, at the end of the day, it's what a buyer is willing to pay. Sometimes the buyer's offer will come in super strong just because they're in love with it, with the home. It may be above similar sales, but generally the appraisers are, are coming close to matching the appraised value. Sometimes they'll come in above uh, the contract price. We don't ever get to see it as a listing agent. They never share the appraisal with us unless it comes in below the contract price. And then we might have to do a negotiation to work that issue out. Or maybe the buyer offered to bring the difference um, to closing in cash. But in general, how you come up with value is you not just look at similar sales, but you also look at what can I get as a buyer for homes around you? Because that's all the buyers care about. Um, and what if the home is not selling? How do you know? Um, well, right now, the most recent statistics indicate that the average days on market are only 11 days. That is a record low number, just so you know. Um, but it really depends on the price range and the area. Um, and someone who's actively selling, a real estate agent that's actively selling in your area is going to be able to really look hard at that, even look at the neighborhood and give you really good stats on what that neighborhood is doing. And we can do that. But the clues that your price too high are, number one, no showings. That means you're way too high. Number two, showings but no offers means you're a little bit high. Um, and then the number three thing is if you're getting plenty of showings, but basically the buyers are not really pulling the trigger. Is there something wrong? Is it priced right? but there's something wrong with the house. And what is that? You need a good, strong real estate agent to give you that information. If you have a low showing volume, it depends on why. If it's a condition issue like tired carpet, it's easy to fix. It's not that expensive to fix. We recently had one where uh, he had some kitty cats as pets and they made a mess. So we're, we're correcting that. Um, if it's price, 
it'll be a clue because of the number of showings. You want to make a substantial adjustment right away. You in a, in a slowing market, you definitely want to lead the market down. Um, and then sometimes it could be marketing. It could be bad pictures. So if you're thinking of making a move and you'd like to know what to do to get your house ready for sale, how to price the home to get top dollar, give us a call at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. Richard? You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. You can always reach her at 719-301-3900. And these may be some of the homes you're interested in. Barb, time for the lightning round of some of your hot new listings. Tell us about them. Okay, we have a beautiful patio home at 3982 Coral Point. Uh, priced under 400,000. This thing is over 3,000 square feet, great condition, two bedrooms on the main level, uh, lovely neighborhood. All the neighbors kind of watch out for each other. I just love this neighborhood. Um, we also have a great one at 4012 Breaking Dawn, also priced under 400,000. Great location close to Fort Carson, a beautiful home on Shelton Road, four bedrooms, gleaming hardwood floors, priced under 400,000. Fantastic home in Wood Park Drive over by Peterson in the mid to upper four, 400s, a great home on Mesa Road, beautiful brand new carpet, stunning views, priced at $725, and a lovely, another patio home at $425 over uh, just west of Powers, great backyard, uh, also 3,000 square feet. And then a stunning home on Vesey Road. And if you'd like to find out about um, all of our coming soon properties, get a sneak peek of what's coming up on the market very soon. You can visit barbhasthebuyers.com and find out right away. One of them, great home in the mid 300s on Jetwing. And we have a fantastic acreage property coming up down 115 near the other side of Fort Carson that people will love. Richard? You've been listening to The Real Estate Voice. It airs every Saturday. If you're thinking of making a move, call Barb, 719-301-3900, or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. You can also see replays of the show. The best thing to do is just go to barbhasthebuyers.com. It will link you to all of the videos from there. Or listen to the podcast on Barb's website itself, barbhasthebuyers.com. It will also link you to podcast platforms like Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, radio and many many others thank you for listening reach out to barb call 719-301-3900 thanks for listening barb you have a great week we'll talk to you next weekend thank you have a great weekend